Dipped in Butter program with Kat and Wes. Good morning, good evening, good whatever time you listen to podcast, good uh, earbuds day, and all of that old bullshit. Uh, you're listening to the Dipped in Butter program, the only podcast to keep scrolling and never type amen when you niggas post that shit about getting into heaven on Facebook. Man, dog, uh, can we talk about that early? See, you, you talking about you preaching to me, please. <laughs> Across from me is my favorite podcast of my nigga, y'all's nigga, Forever Young 89. Cactus, watch what the fuck you say, Jack, aka Wes Craven. What's going on, my guy, Wes? Uh, you know, regular degular shit, man, here in the factory uh, where the hot and ready sign is always on around this bitch. Um, but across from me is my guy, that's Cat and K with two T's on the end of that thing. Um, you can catch him at catcrunch.com, or more importantly, you can catch him here every Friday on the Dipped and Butter program, on all DSPs, wherever you listen to podcasts, because that's where we at, the South Star to my smiles, yo nigga and mine's cat was popping. What's going on? I like that you're in just DSPs now. Fuck them now. Yeah, I'm bro. DSPs. Hey, my nigga different now, bro. You really <laughs> on your whole shit. Like, I pay attention. Look. My nigga Wes is just only preaching ownership. He not giving nobody no free plugs. <laughs> Fuck all of that shit. In the house with us today, of course, we got Mr. Perfect Attendance. Luis is here on the fact checks. What's going on, Luis? Yo, what's up? Thank you, guys. Excited. Is, the, is Luis the new DJ drama? Wasn't DJ yeah, drama? Yeah, bro. <laughs> it, bro. What? One day we got to really dig into why we're not ever going to get DJ Drama versus DJ Khaled in the verses. I know we're never going to get that, but I feel I don't like want to see it. You don't want to see? Okay, well, that's another topic for another day. For sure. Uh, by absolute accident today, sitting in with us, we got uh, DJ Reams. We're crowded. Reams. Yeah, we got All DJ Reams from the ever popular overly opinionated podcast uh this was an absolute accident he is not a guest um first of all he's not a guest because he fucked with us the long way and uh this is not a guest situation he just really owed us one and we'll get into that in a little bit as to why he's even the fuck here but this was an emergency situation he was not supposed to be here for what uh we would call in the corporate world of podcasting Missed opportunities. Okay. <laughs> right, right. We have got, Reams got Reams is in debt with the uh Dipped and Butter <laughs> program. Uh we are really like we're really at the edge of a beef between uh podcasts right now. Uh I, I, I am a fan, just for the listeners to give a little backstory as to why the fuck this nigga's here. I'm a fan of their podcast, the overly opinionated podcast. I know we plugged them over here, they don't pay us shit, but uh we, know we talk about them because we fuck with them. And I listen to their shit every week. They are in my rotation, just like the JBP is. Like I listen to Joe on probably Thursday or Friday. I listen to the uh the 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 oops boys and girl uh on Monday, hot fresh off the presses. So I don't even wait too long to listen to their shit. Mm-hmm. And uh while I was listening this past week, man, they said some shit that really like it piqued my ears. <laughs> it piqued my ears and I and I texted Reams right away and I was like, "Dog, what the fuck is this? Like we had you on our show <laughs> and, you and we no even pick. talked like down this avenue yeah. and you didn't hit none of this shit." So we're not going to talk about that right right now. 
We got a couple of things to get to. I know my man's Wes want to talk about uh, typing eight men in the comments. Damn. But before we even get there, Wes, you know what we got to talk about. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> so I didn't talk to Wes. I didn't talk to nobody about this yet. Nobody. Like I didn't even tell my wife about this. <laughs> so, okay. Submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society. Uh, Reams, Luis, y'all are going to hear this first. And uh, the people listening, y'all just act like y'all ain't here because I really kind of don't want to tell the story because it's thoroughly embarrassing, bro. Like you ever get that kind of embarrassment that like washes over you in like a cold sweat and then you immediately feel like you got to do them? so look so look i'm at work it's like i don't know what was it like 6 30 in the morning it was early in the morning oh, it was first goodness. thing hold on can i pause you, you because I knew, already? I knew, because i knew we had to talk about this but i'm all the way back now like all right i go. am so back now that you're painting the picture i know exactly where you're going <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, so listen, y'all, I, I got like a morning routine, as I've probably said on the show before. Like I walk to work. I play Ray J in my headphones. It's a vibe. The sun ain't even up. I walk past deer eating apples and shit. It's wildlife. It's nature. I'm looking up at the stars. I'm doing my thing. Like this is my morning routine. Everything is very zen when I get to work. I get to work. I start logging into my computer, checking my emails and shit. And this is like my time to reflect. This is my reflecting time. Like this is this is why I like walking to work because you get time to really kind of think to yourself and you know gather y'all's thoughts. Y'all with me so far, Luis and Reams? Yep. So I'm gathering yep. my thoughts and I'm reflecting, and I'm reflecting on a situation that happened the previous night. Now the it's <laughs> already left. Now the previous night. Let me tell y'all. Now this is me being completely vulnerable with the audience and vulnerable with my friends. We're all friends here. This is a safe space. I wouldn't even tell y'all this story if I didn't trust y'all with my heart. Yeah. Okay. Nah, so I'm trusting y'all with my heart. So I don't want y'all laughing too hard at this, but it was kind of funny. So <laughs> the night before. All right. Me, uh, it was actually the Brandy versus Monica night. Right. I had no intention on watching that versus, but Reams hit me up and Reams was like, dog, you watching the Brandy versus Monica. And at first I was like, Z, 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 nigga, don't hit me with that. I'm not watching that shit, but I didn't have shit else to do. But I was like, you know what? My nigga Reams watching it. I'll watch it with him. Turns out it was very entertaining. We won't get into that. I ended up watching the whole thing with Reams. We text him back and forth. Boom, boom, bam. After that went off. It was like a whole vibe. Me and my wife was listening to R&B jams after that. Like, damn, I wanted to hear I Want to Be Down, the remix in its entirety at that point. Because everybody knows Queen Latifah murdered that shit. So I wanted to hear that. And then one thing led to another. You know how you get caught in the YouTube hole, right? Right. One thing led to another. Next thing you know, what these bitches want from a nigga video is on. And we listening to because the you far side. Like, yeah, we got, we got into a whole 90s hole, right? Now, this went into the night, on a work night. Now, if y'all know me, I'm in bed by 8, 9 o'clock at the latest. Facts. It was like 10 o'clock after we got done listening to Sweet Lady by Tyrese by this point. <laughs> so my wife had already gotten in the shower. She's getting in the bed. Boom, boom, bam. It's starting to get late. I finally start doing like the, oh, all right, it's definitely way past bedtime for me. Like I need to, at this point, you're turn exhausted. over and immediately go to sleep. Yeah, you're because exhausted. Because I wake up. I'm exhausted. I wake up at 4.30 a.m., fam, so I have to be asleep by a certain time. Right. As soon as my wife turns off... Right. As soon as my wife turns off the... the, (laughs) As soon as my wife turns off the final light in the bedroom, 
and it's pitch black dark in the room. I'm snuggling up. I'm grabbing my pillow. She turns to me and goes, you know what? You should let me sit on you right now. And I was like, oh my God, are you fucking like for hours? I was like, for hours, we've been in here rocking to slow jams, doing nothing, vibing. I'm like, babe, if you would have told me an hour ago, a half hour, any time. Now, is this whack of me? Now, this is not me trying to like rag on my wife because she's dope for even like being down like that. I always commend my wife for always being a a sport and a team player. No pun intended. Right, right. But bro, when I get to, we've actually had this talk during a date night when we was just open and sharing and shit. And I want to ask the audience, I want to ask Wes, Reams, Luis, y'all's input on this. I've told her before, and I don't know if this makes me a weirdo, but late night sex is the worst sex to me. I'd rather do like first thing in the morning, afternoon delight, twilight evening. Every other version is better than late, late night to me. I guess because I'm. I, what do you I consider? What do you consider late, late night? Like when you're going to bed, anything there is 10. no anything after ten o'clock. I don't care. Work night. Work night is worse. But even if it's Saturday after ten, really, like, bro. If we wasn't out at the club all night and we're just getting home from the bar, if we've been home all day and after ten, I hate it, bro. It's not my. It's just not my vibe. <laughs> so y'all walk me through it because I'm. I'm willing to being the odd man in this. See, but I hate I, late see, night. I, see, bro. I thought you was going to another place, which we can go to at some point. Oh, we're going there too. No, far, we're getting okay. there. This is just part of the story. Well, I, I, I know one place we're okay. definitely going. There's another place that we could go to as far as like telling your babe no. But you know, yeah, we gotta get yeah. on that. Yeah, I guess <laughs> I write it down, but I'm scared too. Yeah, my nigga, that's why I say we could go there, but not right now. Um, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, you know. I'm. Still- well, you don't got to dig too deep because I still got the rest of the story to tell. But uh, like, are you you're pro late night? You're okay with late night? Yeah, you know? nah. Late late night you is got probably, no objections. Late night is probably my favorite. I really, you know, sometimes I be like that. Like I hate to fall asleep and then wake back up and That's get into shit. it. But That's I, my but shit. I will. I will. We call it, I like. We I call like it sleep. We call it sleep. <laughs> sleep. Room. I like. I like getting into bed. Like. And doing that and then going to sleep. Because once I go to sleep, I want to be sleeping. That's going that's like got melatonin in it. So like I'm okay. going to sleep extra off of that. You're right. You know you're what right. I'm saying? I'm so I don't think I was gonna say initially, I don't think I'm a fan of afternoon sex, but then I thought about it and I don't mind that either. Um <laughs> You don't sound like you mind any of it. Yeah, I don't think I mind any of it, honestly. So, like I had to sit back so, and think about it. Real quick, so I can tell the funny part of this. Reams, Luis, where y'all weigh in on this, man? Are y'all at any timers? Like y'all got no objections to the late night or you Y'all just not old enough yet? Maybe it's on my, my old bag. Yeah, I'm a night guy myself. All right. Yeah, me right. too. Hey, my bag. Nighttime. We'll, we'll see. And I guess I'm I guess I'm thinking about my set. Like, I guess I'm thinking about how quick I got to see other people in relation to that. And maybe it's because I got a house full of people. You know what I'm saying? I got the kids and shit. So, like, I'm thinking, like, more, morning sex is cool with me, but I don't like morning sex for it. Like, I like morning sex, but I don't like it for a specific reason. Like, I feel like anything at, could happen. Well, I feel, yeah, I feel like I'm at my most vulnerable <laughs> first thing in the morning. I feel like if you, right. if you touch me, it, like, it, anything's liable to happen. You know right. what I'm saying? Okay. But, like, okay. I can go and I can, you know, that's, that's uh, like fuel to get my day going for real, okay. for real. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, if I do get into the afternoon sex, like, that's probably going to happen before a nap, too. 
you know what I'm saying, nine times out of ten. So I don't really got to see nobody after that. Like, I think not. I'm thinking about, I think dinner sex will fuck with me. Like, I don't want to be smacking cheeks at 530 and then <laughs> eating fish and broccoli at the table at 615 with the rest of the family. Don't like, put fish and broccoli in front of me. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, okay. I'm cool so with the even gotta be for that. And, and I'm not saying I won't do late night. You just got to catch me in the right vibe. And I definitely can't be going to work early the next morning. Like, it's just bad for me. But anyway. I digress. So I'm okay. I'm glad that we did that quick little uh, field yeah, research because I just learned that I'm in the minority and I am wrong. For sure. So I will apologize I like, to I like my wife we, promptly. I like how <laughs> we, we got off the exit ramp there and got right yeah, back on the freeway. Let's that get right back good. on the freeway. So in me just finding out that I am in the minority and I am wrong, I kind of felt that that morning when I was checking my emails at work and I was like, wait, hold on. Can we, can we rewind just a little bit? You told her no. And then we dipped off into that. What, what happened immediately after you dropped the note? Like you turned back over, you know, just left your pillow. I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked because I need to get, I need to give my wife a gold star sticker for that night because she was very understanding. She was like, I was like, babe, I'm sorry. Like it's late. I really wish you would have told me that an hour ago. Right. She deserves claps right there. Right. I was like, I really wish you would have told me an hour ago. Damn. You know, I got to be up at four 30 in the morning. She was like, you know, babe, she was like, babe, don't apologize. You don't owe me no apology at all. Now, I was thinking what was coming next was like the cold shoulder turnover. Right. And don't you touch me no more because shit. you know what I, what I want is not what you want. So just don't touch me. Yeah, you was she even feel let me that snuggle all with her. Night. Oh, that's oh. She even let me spoon a little bit. Oh, she was being a champ. That so by true. the next morning, obviously, I'm walking with my head down. The stars ain't quite twinkling as bright as they normally <laughs> do. So I'm thinking about it like, man, that was really whack of me to like, to be that tired and, you know, to be putting bed over the vibes. So I was like, man, let me text her real quick and let her know that I'm feeling the regret here. I am feeling it so bad. So I pop my phone over, open real so quick before questions. I even get a chance. Before I even get a chance to talk myself out of it, y'all, I was like, good morning, babe. Good morning, baby. I'm sorry about last night. I promise I'll make it up to you. I promise. Send. Boom. Sin. And Boom. then what do you sin. do? And then as your soon eyes as I hit sin, slowly scroll to the top of your phone. Man, listen up. Let me describe it to you in the only way I can. As soon as I hit send, you know how it gives you the progress bar? Well, first I noticed the progress bar was blue. <laughs> My wife don't got an iPhone. It should have been green. First thing that came to my mind was... Why is that bar green? Do I, am I not hooked up to the internet or something? What is going on? I didn't fully panic at first. I just thought it was a little weird that it was blue, but I was like, well, it would be green if I wasn't on the internet. And then I look up and I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck. That doesn't say moon of my life at all. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what does it say is what I'm more interested in. Oh, God. Well, that's a good, I, that's, I'm glad that's you a, asked. That's a personal question. <laughs> Because fam, so you know how when you start sweating and start panicking, you immediately start saying like before, 
it don't take but a millisecond for your eyes to go from the typing area to the contact area in your mm-hmm. texts, right? Mm-hmm. But in that short bit of time, so much real life time passed in my brain. Like as my eyes was going up, I was like, oh my God, I hope I didn't send that to my boss. Who the fuck did I send that to? Like, did I send it to my mom? Like, who did I talk to last? Like you're immediately ticking in your mind thinking of who you've texted recently to where you thought that you was texting your wife that fast, right? Mm-hmm. And I look up and it says West West with it. And I was like, God <laughs> damn. So look. So, so you know when you've made that mistake, right? You can realize you've made that mistake before the text even finished sending, before it even connects and gets delivered, right? But you know that that technology has not progressed far enough to be able right, to, to unseen. There's no snatch that back button. Yeah, there's like, no giving back yet. Yeah, like, which I think they is for Twitter. Fan, they need it for Twitter. They need it for Texas's. Bro, it's easy tech. Bro, they definitely need the snatch back on the text. Reams, my nigga. So you mean to tell me that our phones can listen to what we're saying right now and give us suggestions in YouTube in three minutes, but I can't take my text back to my nigga West that I obviously meant for my wife. But anyway, airplane progress. Fam, the progress bar hadn't even loaded yet, Reams, and I was already texting. Oh, oh shit, my nigga, that wasn't for you. My bad. <laughs> Yo. Now, mind you, Wes is my nigga. I know he's a rational, reasonable human being. He is the goddamn glue. We fuck with him here on the podcast. He is the voice of reason. Like, now, after, of course, of course, like, you gotta make shit right. Like, my nigga, you know that was a slip up. That was wrong. But in the back of my mind, I was like, really, anybody in my contacts, literally anybody in my contacts, Russ is probably the safest person I could have made that mistake with. <laughs> 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 like, Nigga. I've got niggas I've known for 20 plus years that I'd rather it had been sent to West than to any of them. Fam. Like, them niggas would have bombed on me, bro. Fam, <laughs> I'm, sitting, I'm sitting in the smoke lounge, me and my wife, sitting out there smoking a joint. <laughs> I hear my phone. I hear my phone ding, right, and then I hear my phone ding again. It's in my pocket, so I'm like, "That's two dings back to back." Yeah, this two is dings back to back. I'm like, "All right, let me let me pull my phone out." It says, "I made, Cat. You, I made you look at it faster." <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I pull my phone out and I see it's from Cat. So I open it up and I see both texts at, together at the same time, and I just start chuckling to myself like. Like, but it, it made it even fun because I read both texts in your voice. Like, I knew what happened the <laughs> night before, and I knew what happened no. right now. My nigga was like, "Baby, I'm sorry about last night. I pro- I heard the emphasis on promise, and you didn't like capitalize <laughs> it or none of that shit. I heard it. I heard there was it. no I, emphasis in the text. I, yeah, it? nope. He said, "I promise, I'm gonna make it up to you." I was like, "Oh, nigga, either fell. I said, nigga fell asleep on some box last night. I know exactly." <laughs> I know exactly what this text is. You don't even have to explain this to me. You went to sleep on the buns and you oh. are feel you might not have felt it, but you feeling it like and and then instantly I read, God damn it, wrong person. <laughs> and I chuckled to myself. And I told my wife, I looked over at my wife, I said, babe, 
I said, Kat sent me a text. He meant to send Donovan. And she just chuckled <laughs> to herself and she said, that's because y'all are in a relationship. She was like, you're right up there at the top with his wife. And I said, I mean, oh, you do have God. a good point. I said, so now yeah, I definitely right. have to figure out what I'm in the phone as. And then when you said she's in there as moon and stars, I'm like, well, maybe it's my nigga West with it. Like, I don't, right. I was trying to figure out how we was getting to the well, name description. Well, when, you're, when your eyes defocus, all you see is a bunch of words. <laughs> so your contact in my phone is West West with it. So that's a bunch of words. It's a lot of well, words. There's <laughs> a bunch of words. So I just saw a bunch of words and I thought I was good. Let me tell y'all how sick this whole shit is, right? So y'all just heard Wes's explanation from his point of view. But listen, after oh. the deed was already done and I already sent the my bad that wasn't for you, God damn it text, right? In my mind, I'm already reading the original bad text that was meant for my wife. And I'm already like, I'm dissecting the fuck out of it. Like, okay, will he read this and not assume what he already assumed. Like, I'm trying to think, like, is there a way he can read this and not know exactly what the fuck happened? Like, I'm trying to read it sideways. I'm reading it backwards. I'm like, maybe he won't know exactly what this text means. But But nope. You nigga gonna know. (laughs) No, he knew exactly what that text meant. I knew exactly what that text meant. we didn't even talk about it. It We didn't even talk about it. This is our first time talking about it. (laughs) And I was like, I told him, I was like, I'm I'm stopping this immediately. Yeah, and and like you said, after you said that, it could have been sent to anybody else, but it got sent to me. It could have been anybody else. God God damn it. Damn it, bro. Like, do do y'all have them moments, like them, like, them immediate embarrassment moments where, like, the cold sweat just, like, flushes over you and you feel like, I got a shit right now. I haven't I even eaten anything and I got a shit. I instantly had to tell my wife about when that shit happened to me. I, when I when we was back at the crib, me and my niggas, one I used to work with, like like you say, you have a morning routine, you know what I'm saying? So me and my wife would leave the house at the same time. And, you know, when whenever I would get to work, I would text her when I got to work. And, you know, usually it really wasn't just nothing but some kissy faces. Like, I'm going to talk to you all day, but this is like after I've departed from you now, this is how you know I have arrived, you know, safely at my destination for the day. So a lot of time, and it's not even like, I don't even remember what my wife's name was in my phone. I don't even know if it was in there as my wife at the time because she wasn't my wife at the time. But right. I think that's what made me like put hearts and shit around her name right, to differentiate. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? From from my nigga. So I'm pulling up to work. I shoot the text out. <laughs> I'm sitting in the car. I get a text back from my nigga and he like, man, what's off with you, man? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. I'm like, I totally did. Man. And like, I ended up doing the shit like two or three more times, fam. On more accident. times to the same bro, homie? Bro, to the same fucking homie, bro. And like, after the, se- bro, after the second time, he was like, fam, I'm about to screenshot you and post it. Like, man, look at this nigga, bro. Like, I was like, fam, I can't even, you know fam, who that's I, for, bro. I, can't. I, think that's, I think that's part of why I was so thoroughly in a panic and in a tizzy about it because it's been years since I texted the wrong person. Like, that's I don't, crazy. I never do that, bro. Like, I do not, ma- and I know that's a common mistake that people make, but I don't do it. It's been years since it's I been did a long, that. It's been a long time yeah. since I have, too, and you're making me want to be cautious now. Bro, that's what I'm saying. Like, I always just double check. But you like, want to know just- what? See, that's a that's a whole nother, that's a dippable subject, too. See, I really was only guilty of that when I was out here, you know, living an uncovered in the blood Parking of Jesus lady. life now. <laughs> yeah, when I was out here, yeah, when I was out here, that man in the comments for West. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. When I wasn't uh when I wasn't out here fucking with the woo baby, you know what I'm saying? I was uh, 
<laughs> I, I was out here doing bass. You, um, might, you know, um, you might send the wrong pick out here or something like that. Like, bro, that's the thing that terrifies me the and most. See, and that's the wrong and that's what I told my wife too. I said, and that's what I told you. I said, thank, thank God, God it was only the I'm sorry text and not thank the spicy girl. Jesus. Girl, I didn't Man. give it to you last night because here it is right now. Like, <laughs> thank thank God it wasn't the Tarzan text. Bro, Hamilton was looking out for us on that. White God yeah, was bro, really looking out, bro. Because if I have sent you a pick. That's what so, bro. It, okay, it could have been pretend. anything else, let's, bro. Let's all play pretend real, real quick, bro, before we get off of this. If it was the pick that any of us would have sent to our homies, and I'm going to put everybody in this, bro. Oh. Like, if any of y'all would have sent the pick to y'all's homies by mistake, what text do you try to send next? Like, do you send the don't open that, don't open that? Oh, you got to Do you call. send the my bad, uh, no home? Like, what do you... You have like, to call. Do you send pause? Like, what do you send? You got to, you got to, you got to, you got to interrupt. You got to intercept. Like, as soon as you send, mm-hmm. you got to call. You got to FaceTime. Like, you got to keep calling before he, like, answer the text. Like, you have to... He has to not have you. a chance to open his inbox. You got to call. And I be like, like fam, you cannot oh, like delete the whole fucking thread, bro. I hate. I don't care what you losing delete in there. The thread, yeah, I don't care shit. what you losing in there. You have to delete the entire thread, bro. Like, I'm with Rims. What you got, bro? Please tell me you got to solve for this, man. Airplane mode. <laughs> <laughs> Airplane mode. Listen, man. I'm calling. Like, hey, my nigga, your phone about to ring. <laughs> and delete the whole thread, B. Don't act. Right. Don't look. Just go ahead and delete it right now, fam. You'll never just put it in the trash. You'll never gotta talk about this. Yeah, don't look. You're gonna taint the entire relationship. Don't. Yeah, like, Real quick, I gotta I gotta check in with the homie Louise. Louise, do y'all look oh. like do y'all get freaky like that, bro? Like, do y'all even send the pics that that could be possibly sent to the wrong inbox at all? Like, how you living, bro? Well, that's the, <laughs> so first of all, I, I would say that if you guys ever get a, I'm telling you straight up, it's like, yo, bro, you got a picture of my dick, delete it today. <laughs> I like to know for if my dick is in your phone, bro, can you handle yeah. that? Yeah, it's like, how you got to approach it? Like, I think you got to be just straightforward. Like, hey, fam, I accidentally dropped my dick in your next tail. Can you go ahead and hit delete on that? Bro, I chirped you, my dick. Can you please delete it? <laughs> Bro, I chirped you, my dick. That's, that's the name of the show this week. Yeah, dude. I'll tell you straight up, dude. I was like, I'm not even going to lie. Just that way you won't see it. Because if I tell you, don't look at it, you're going to be curious about it. And you're like, I got to look at it. You know? And so fuck that. I, I'm going to tell you. It's like, you want to see some Mexican dick, bro? Go ahead, bro. Like, I'm telling you, delete it now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, bro, there may or may not be brown dick in your phone, but I need you to handle yeah, that. Yeah, I definitely need you to delete Let's, the whole matter of fact. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna cut this bitch off for about five yeah, business we might, days. We ain't even gonna make contact for about a week just to clear that yeah. shit on out. Yeah, so we definitely no gotta confusion. give each other some space. We gotta yeah. give each other some space. Because obviously you're too high up in my contacts and Way we talk too much. Too, man. So it's time I to sent, slow it down. I sent you the hammer through the man. <laughs> no. no, we can't Yo, do this. Damn. And the hammer might be in your toolbox. <laughs> let's move on, bro. We got to get the fuck out of here. Speaking of hammers, bro, let's get to the meat and potatoes, Pauls. Uh, uh, why my nigga Reams is here today, man. For sure. So as y'all know, fans of the show, uh, if y'all haven't listened to all our extra butters, Reams was on the first extra butter, I think. 
I think Green he was Juice, the first. Pioneer, nigga. Yeah, Shit, he was the real? first. Yeah, yeah, he was on the first. He was our bar. guinea pig. Yeah, 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 yeah. You the reason why uh, Mac left, bro. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <You> <laughs> <son> <laughs> of- <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. But so Reams was on our first extra butter, right? And we talked, and y'all know when we used to have the uh, the, the the creepy convo segments and all of that. And I think I remember Reams not really all the way weighing in on the creepy convo. Like, he fucked with us, but we might have just caught him off guard. You know how we do. We get into the crazy shit. You know, when niggas up. be having babes, they don't be ready to answer them crazy Yeah, questions. like, niggas got to really, they gotta, like, they got to adjust the filter a little. They got to account for all that time that they was away, so they got to shoot their babe the link of the shit that they right, did. She got to right. listen. And I, and you don't want to And really I think back questioned. then, Reams, I think back then, Reams and his podcast wasn't all the way, like, on skates yet, so he wasn't really all the way, like, he was tiptoeing in his Jordan. Shit. Yeah, yeah, he good now. I be hearing him on the show. He be dodging shit. <laughs> but I'm listening. Yeah, I'm listening to one of my favorite podcast shows, the Overly Opinionated Podcast. And they over there, they were talking. I don't even know how they got on the subject. But you know how you hear some shit in a podcast and they just kind of glaze over it and start talking about something else. And you start like yelling into your headphones like, whoa, 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 back up, back up, back up. And they never backed up. So I hit Reams immediate. I was like, fam, you never told me this. We got to talk about this on our show. So fans be, uh, Reams being the gracious human being and good friend and businessman that he is, he was like, you know what, dog? You right. Y'all got it. This story is for y'all. And I was like, we got to talk about this. So yeah. there's really no way to segue this. I'm just going to give it to y'all because I am thoroughly interested in this topic. I want to talk about it right away. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I've ever heard stories from the inside or if I have. Damn, I'm so excited right now. Like, I kind of wish I could bring my wife in here, but this is too many people on the podcast already. But we've always been interested in this. Well, let me tell y'all what I'm talking about. So somehow, DJ Reams, his name is not DJ like DJ Academics, like he's a DJ because he DJs. <laughs> DJ Reams somehow looked up on the fortunate opportunity to DJ at what's called Club Princeton in listen Ohio. To, listen to how now, if those of y'all it. that don't know what Club Princeton is, Club Princeton is a swingers club. It's the club that you got to like pay $89.99 a month to be a part of the subscription uh, fee to even get in, in the club, there. Nigga, fuck that. Yeah, it's like it's like living HBO. Like it's like living Cinemax <laughs> after 11. Getting the door and shit. Yeah, yeah. So Reams said that he has DJed at this place before. Now, before we get into asking Reams how this came about, what his experiences were, and enjoying all of that, first off, let me tell y'all that before me and my wife moved from Ohio to New Mexico, that last year we was living in Ohio, we was like this close to becoming members of that club. Because I've always been interested, not trying to put our business out there like we swingers or nothing, but I've always been interested in how these sex clubs operate. Like, I would have wanted to go just to see what it's like. Right. Like, because there's always like the glitz and glamour porno version that you think you're about to see. And then there's the reality version that is basically like 40 year old smoking. Lighting fixtures and the furniture. What does that look like? (laughs) Look at these drapes. Look at these drapes. These are some heavy curtains. I didn't expect these curtains to be so heavy. Taking production. But yeah, like me and my wife have talked several times about just like going to clubs like this and just trying to like play the wall and just seeing how it goes. Because you know me, I'm not the type, I would never laugh there. 
but we're definitely laughing on the way home. For like sure. I just felt like it would be a fun night to experience with you and your lady, even if y'all don't do nothing crazy, like just to take in the atmosphere and see what it's like. So when DJ Reem said he DJed the thing, the first thing my mind went to was like, well, what records do you play? <laughs> like, yeah. what do you spin at the, let me stop talking and let Reems get right. in. Reems, how the fuck did this happen? All right, man. So this was like the beginning of my DJ career. And I want to say this was 2012-ish. Man, that was a while ago. Right, Jesus. 2012 So I was still a young pup. I was about to say, was you even old enough to be in there? I don't think. I was going to say, bro, you too seasoned to be so young. How much life have you lived, nigga? (laughs) A couple lives, my nigga. (laughs) So... (laughs) I was doing the radio shit, gigs were rolling in here and there, but not enough as I wanted. So one night I was like, man, let me get on Craigslist. And- oh, oh God. God. Yeah, let me. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this was first mistake, nigga. Y'all know the Craigslist killer, all types of oh, wild. Filthy. Yep. Craigslist. Filthy. I'm like, man, it says, okay, this is a club looking for, uh, for DJ to, um, what's the name for it? What? Whatever the routine DJ name shit is, whatever it is. Okay. The in-house. They need house for an yeah. in-house DJ. You know what I'm saying? I'm so frazzled there. I done fucking forgot what I was supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, all right, it seemed cool. The hours is kind of weird, but at the time I had just moved out and a nigga could use the extra cash and shit, just more experienced DJing. So all right, you gotta get yeah, you gotta get your reps, right? Yeah, you gotta get your reps in. So I'll pull on. Nigga, why the fuck this nigga called me at 11.30? That, that night? That night. That night. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Night. They needed a DJ, nigga. So bad. It's yours. It's kind of strange. I didn't expect a response this soon, but maybe this is God. Like, you know what I mean? Maybe it's a sign that I'm about to land again, get me some bread. This nigga's talking in a whisper. I don't know if that's how he talked or he was just being a weirdo. <laughs> no. Wow. We got your email. We'd like to have you come down to the club Saturday. Check it out. You can work with our other house DJ, blah, 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 Muhammad. Or something. <laughs> Whoa, nigga. Pause. You, can, you, can, you can work under him. And I'm like, mm, hold up. House DJ Muhammad. Yeah. So I'm like, never heard of a nigga named Muhammad DJing, but all right. All right. So I get, so I'm like, I bet land the gig, nigga. I get ready Saturday, nigga. I got my DJ Reams Dope t shirt on. You know what I'm saying? Like, God, I'm about to kill this shit. So I get to the parking lot. The parking lot looked mad sketchy. Like, <laughs> like it's, in the, in, it's in the back of an alley? It's in the back of an alley. the back of a warehouse damn near. In oh, the sketchy-ass, like, area. So I get up to the door, and it's this still-ass door. You know how in the movies they be- Wait, 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 wait. Stop, stop, stop. You, they got a steel door? So, okay, so far, this lives up to all my expectations for what yes. one of these clubs would be like. Yes. It's in a seedy-ass back alley where a cartoon gorilla would, like, be manning the door. Yes. And it's a steel <laughs> door? Does it got, like, the sliding plate, like, from Who Framed Roger Rabbit? To That's exactly what I was thinking about. You're an idiot. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't believe this is already living up to everything I thought. And like the whole time, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So there's this couple that's besides me, and they say whatever little weird shit to the door person. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, yo, I'm supposed to be DJing tonight. I'm supposed to meet such and such. Can you let me in? You're supposed to do a walkthrough. I get in. It's this real big lady. 
tassels on her titties, asshole. Up. <laughs> now, I like that. I like that. Okay, it's, it sounds nice, but she wasn't the most pleasant. No, even if she don't look good, I still like that. Like, yeah. I, this is what I want to see. Like, I want to see the forty-two-year-old substitute teachers with bad bodies with tassels <laughs> hanging from the titties. Like, I want all of it. Me, yeah, tits to the knees, cap and all that. So I'm like, all right, bet. So I'm like, yeah, I'm supposed to DJ tonight. She's like, ooh, you look young. You a young looking <laughs> and squeeze my cheeks. I'm like, whoa, whoa, where have your hands been? Don't touch my face. <laughs> So she's giving me a tour. She's like, okay, well, here's the such, here's one of, we have a couple rooms on this side of the wall where, you know, you can have a little fun with just you and your, your mate. What? We have these, what we call common areas where, you know, you all can just join the party and do whatever with each other. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Like you're there on business. You're there to DJ. Why are they showing you the fuck rooms? They're showing you the fuck rooms? Like, was this a personal DJ fuck room? Fam, no, this is just like if I want to come in on community day, if I want to come in on my off day and you know what I'm saying, get my shit off. Okay, okay. So I'm just like, all right, I've never experienced it before, but okay, I'm walking, I'm walking. So we get there. I sit up at the booth, nigga. The booth looks shady as fuck, like the damn circuit breaker look like it's about to fucking explode, nigga. Wires is hanging and all types of nut shit just going on. Oh, shit. So I set up. It's like, oh, yeah, periodically, we need you to make announcements for fresh towels. <laughs> what? He's what, like, bro? Yeah. This is everything I wanted this to be. What, like, nigga? Yeah. yeah, the next... So then this one dude, the dude that I saw with his, his girl or his wife, whatever it was to him, his woman, he had came up to me. He's like, yeah, man, you know, when the next guy comes, if you want to come and join us in the back, you can have some fun. I'm like, huh? Hold on, like, wait. Let I don't me like ask the you word this. come in this space. Or <laughs> There's so many days. I don't like a whole lot of words. The towels, okay. comes. Uh. First, let me ask you this. Like, was the place pretty populated? At Like, I know this is kind of like a party anyway, too. Like, you don't expect to walk into the jam and it's already packed, right? So uh, was it relatively empty when you got there? Yeah, it was pretty empty. It was like a few stragglers, you know what I'm saying? But like what's wild is as the night went on, this bitch was getting stacked. Ooh. Now you asked earlier. So it really gets full in there. Yes. Pause. Yeah. God damn, you can't say nothing in this topic. Yeah, bro. I just gotta bathe after this again. Like I gotta <laughs> <laughs> holy water. So I'm playing like hip hop rap, thinking that's the vibe. They like, nah. Mm, I wonder what they want. These people dancing. I'm like, what you mean? You know, play some pop, some rock, some punk, you know, some Britney Spears, some Shakira, oh, some shit. Red. Oh, they wanted you to play that slave for you. Yeah, like they said, like, yeah, you know, that that kind of music, like really get us going. They wanted you to spin toxic the club mix. Right. You know? Yes, turned some little John turned down for what type wow. like so okay, I'm, so you had to get in. You had to get in your commercial bag, my, which right. for the audience that don't know, Reams is a legit professional. Like when I say DJ Reams, he's just not like a young nigga DJ that only knows how to spin Lil Dirk. Like I've seen that nigga turn up the '90s party. I've seen that nigga kill a birthday party. I've seen that nigga kill like a formal no cussing, just give us the '90s R and B shit. Like Reams got a lot of bags. Like I, I definitely got to. Tip my hat to you on that. Like, if a nigga say, hey, you got to play some pop, some light rock for us, we need top 100 chart jams from you. Reams can hit that bag. Yeah. 
So I went into my bag, digged into my hard drive, and I was in that bag. So motherfuckers requested a line dance song in the middle of the night. We did the cha-cha slide, the fucking, what is it, the Cupid Shuffle, and some other shit. Is it the so Cupid wait, Shuffle what is with that? their titties out? Yeah, I was about to say, what does that look like when bitches got like tassels on their titties and they got clear eight-inch heels that stacked up mm-hmm. and they're trying to tootsie slide? Like, yeah, what does that look like? Line dancing music is like, I guess, like their intermission to like clean up. Oh my god! Stop telling the story for a second, please. Yeah, stop telling the story for a second. So you're telling me that they have intermissions at these clubs that kind of like when in between, like in between Marvel movies when they got to send the niggas in to sweep and get the gum from underneath the theater seats. Like you're telling me that they have like an adult swim time for the fuck club where everybody got to come out of the fuck rooms and line dance while niggas spray the disinfectant in there. These flip sheets, hand rubbers out if you want them and blah, blah, blah. Get refreshments. And shit like that, fam. That's crazy. I, I don't even know if I want to laugh or if I want to applaud them, though. Like, at least they're keeping it clean, right? And, like, and my, you kind of want to see that, don't you? I just I just have to keep my composure. Gross, but you want to see it. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I really have to keep my composure because, like, I've never witnessed nothing like this. My, I'm still technically a kid. I, granted, I'm, like, 20, but it's like, nigga, on paper, I'm still a kid. So it's like. Yeah, they exposing like, you right now. They, my, they really my, growing the, you up. The picture that my brain is painting is a fat old white dude coming back from the private fuck room with his dick out, standing in front of the <laughs> DJ booth, talking about some play that jam <laughs> while Rosa and them is in the back cleaning yo, up nut. Yo, cat. <laughs> Not my favorite. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, uh, actually, I found uh, <laughs> I found it on Google and uh, actually has some uh, reviews. <laughs> <laughs> You got give us give us one of the reviews real quick. Oh my god, dude! This my wife loves this place. I dropped her off around nine. Picked her off the next day. (laughs) (laughs) Louise, do me a favor. Write this dude's name down because remember we said months ago, Wes, we got to get a cuckold on the show. (laughs) We're getting a cuckold on the show. We're going to interview a cuckold one day. Oh, bro, bro, no, it it goes on. It goes on. That's like uh, she can always find a friend she likes to have a nice night with. It's always uh, it's a way to keep her happy. And uh, she's always wanting to go the next week. <laughs> oh my of course. <laughs> this of nigga course start, you want to go the next listen week. Listen here. This, this nigga gave the spot a review and he don't even go. How many stars did he give? <laughs> Four stars. Uh, five stars. <laughs> yeah. I would give her five stars, but she's all, her hole is always so big when she comes back. Jesus Christ. <laughs> My bad, Rim. So after the line dance intermission cleanup section, bro, like, do they just get back to it? What is the vibes like after that, bro? Is it like a huddle? Do they just break out? <laughs> so every now and again, they're like, hey, you're going to have to take some requests. Certain of our VIP members want some requests, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah like, I bet change. I could do that. Can you hear oh, me still? Okay. Shit. Okay. Well, oh, he's back. Oh, he's back. Are you back? I think he's back. Back. Can you hear me? Yeah. So every now and again, they'll like the bartender come up like, okay, some of our VIP members have requests. So you're going to have to make a requ- uh, honor their requests and blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, cool. That can hear me still? Yeah. So I'm like, all right. So this lady comes, this this bigger lady comes up to me. And she's in this, this big ass dread. She's like, hey, I need you to play some juvenile. You know? Oh, shit. 
I bet. She's like, um, I need you to hold this for me when I go do my dance. I'm like, hold what? Hold what? So <laughs> I cue all, all this tampon. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. And she pulls up her fucking dress, flings oh, no. the moist, hot, smelly dress in the DJ booth and takes to the dance floor and like her, her undergarments. What? So wait, wait, wait. Like she, so she just took her whole dress off and handed you her sweaty dress so she could go dance damn near ass naked to juvenile on the floor. Listen, it gets better. Back that ass up, man. Slow motion. There's a silhouette. There's a silhouette on the dance floor, on the, on the, on the stage. She Uh goes behind the silhouette on a chair. She's dancing. She's twerking. There's this skinny, older white lady runs back there. And just jumps on top of her face and starts riding her shit. What? <laughs> See, this is why this is why I want to go. I want this is like HBO in real life. Like this is like Cinemax Theater. Like y'all ever used to watch Real Sex when y'all was a kid? Of course. Yeah. Yep. And then the people telling these weird ass stories was never nobody you wanted to see naked. That's it just was saying. interesting as fuck. That's what I'm saying. God damn. So all this shit is going on while you trying to while you trying to can concentrate on the blend like fam, how do you focus on the blend with this shit going on fam i'm in that bitch sweating profusely <laughs> i'm like yo how did i get myself in here how the fuck do i get out of here so let that me ask my, you this that real motherfucker quick. got to feel like a laundromat oh for sure like th- is this the first time you've ever regretted getting a haircut before a dj set like <laughs> <laughs> Was you in there like, damn, bro, I hope I didn't get dressed too good in here. Like, I hope none of these old bitches looking at me. Bro, I would have came to you for a haircut the day before. Oh, my God. You did it. I did it. Oh, shit. It was 11, huh? Almost positive you gave me the haircut that I wore that night. God damn it. Nigga, had me sharp than a bitch in that motherfucker. You might have been Mohawk Reams that year, too. Fuck, bro. I might have set you up. Definitely might have been Mohawk. Yep. Yep. Oh, shit. Son and the old ladies, oh, you, you a young little thing. Can't wait to break you in. Whoa, excuse me. Yeah, don't call yes, me little can. thing, man. Yes, you can. Yes, you can wait, right? Bro. So, okay, while well, all of this is going on, so like, are you focused on like trying to do a good job? So you like, what is your mind frame like? Because are you focused on doing a good job, even though you might not ever want to come back to this place, but you still want your reputation to be good, right? Like, yeah, yeah and that's what it's going to be conflicting. I'm like, do I really want to like? do this, do this, or really observe <laughs> what's going on. So, like a professional, you know, I kept doing my blends, honoring the quest, bet, interacting with the crowd. But in the back of my head, I'm like, I'm not fucking coming back here ever. <laughs> ever. And the wild part is they fucking enjoyed me. They was like, oh, yeah, we're going to have to have you come back next week. Back in my mind. Oh. Uh, yeah, their turnover is probably fucking terrible. They only <laughs> hold on to nasty ass DJ Muhammad because he's nasty. And that yeah, yeah, he... man in a damn silk shirt with his chest out. See what I'm saying? No. Whoa, oh. DJ, DJ Muhammad goes for the free entry. Bro, yeah, that, oh yeah, he's DJing for the ticket for sure. Yo, son, this motherfucker Muhammad dog, <laughs> this nigga man, he was into it. Oh, yeah, you could tell he definitely was a fan. He was a fan. He's like, you really got a special. Bro, what? So did they they pay you good for the gig? Fam, I didn't even say to get paid. 
Yeah. What? Yeah. So you 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 fl- you fleed. I fleed the scene. As far so, as you know. So was there was there something that happened that made you want to break out, or like was it enough is enough kind of situation? Like what it, happened? Enough is enough. Like you ever just be in them weird situations where it's just like yo, like I shouldn't be here right now. <laughs> yeah, like yep. my, my mom wouldn't be proud of this. <laughs> <laughs> my mom texts me, asks me where I was. I'm like, I'm just working. Oh, oh yeah, you gotta leave. And that's, <laughs> gotta that's leave. what triggered it for me. She like she had hit me up. She's like, why are you why are you acting like that? I'm like, nothing. This nigga's out of <laughs> This nigga's up till 5 a.m. waiting on some wet ass cash. <laughs> Yo, yeah, they still have for the night, but I charge that to the game. Bro, there's no doubt in my mind them bills would have been sweaty. That's the nastiest visual. <laughs> That's the nastiest visual ever. But you feel me, though. Bro, but can you, you imagine me. that nigga trying to peel that oh. cabbage off? <laughs> <laughs> nigga coming up to you with a yeah. button-up shirt with two buttons at the bottom, the only two buttons attached, and he peeling you off that soggy-ass cabbage, nigga. <laughs> Bro, so imagine, Reeves, imagine if that nigga was trying to pay you 200 for the night, and he paying you in 10. <laughs> <laughs> Fair, you can't even put them bills in an ATM. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting, bro. <laughs> That's filthy. <laughs> you, you are not getting any snacks out of the vending machine out of that no. motherfucker. Ain't no money money. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. Uh, Reams, you you are a cavalier for that one, bro. Like I don't and you know what? Like like I said, I'm not gonna sit here and try to front like we having a good laugh, but even after the story, I still would want to check one of them out, man. Just I would want to go for a night. Like, I felt like I would need like an ecstasy or a shroom or something. And I really what I'm saying. Like you got to go in there and get a little fucked up and just kind of like just watch. I'm I would have hit the floor for the Cupid shuffle. Yeah, yeah, I'm willing to go back as the I guess uh observer under the influence. Uh-huh. I don't want to do yeah. it. I don't want to do it sober. You can't be on the clock, though. Like, I, don't I, I, feel want, I don't want to be responsible like, for the party vibe. Yeah, because there's, there's a certain level of responsibility when you're the DJ. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. Anything that goes down is your fault because it's the record that you spent that mm. made them feel that way. Exactly. I'm crying real tears from wet-ass cash. Oh my God, bro. I, man, I'm so glad you came on and told us that one, bro. Like I was tight when I found out you had that experience and I was like, bro, like as many times as I've cut your hair, you've never told me that. I, Bro, you didn't give it to us on the pod, so I appreciate you coming on, man, to give us that, bro. Like, we had that. Necessary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like... Like I said before, like I still would be totally open to going, man. Like me and my wife just going and taking it in as like, you know, an experience or something like that. But like, what do you do if you like go with your wife or your babe or your significant other, whatever the case may be? And like they not having the time that they thought they was gonna have going, and like it's not fun for them. Like, what do y'all do? Like, Reams, I I'm not gonna assume that you would take your girl to that, but like if she was cool with it and she went and y'all went. And then, like, halfway through the night, she wasn't feeling it no more. Like, I don't know. Uh, old lady might have came and touched you on the shoulder without permission, thinking it was flying. It wasn't. And she got upset. Like, how y'all handle that? Like, if it was a thing that y'all thought was going to be fly, but turns out I wouldn't fly. Like, We, we got to pull an audible and get the fuck up out of there. You just got to go, right? Like, you, you just got to respectfully leave. And the thing about it is, I don't think, like, it's one of those situations where you can't just abruptly leave. 
you have to kind of just, you know, ease your way out the door. Because everybody talks to each other. Everybody's pointing at whatever, saying this and that. And it's just like, okay, you don't like it. I'm not feeling it that you don't. You're not feeling it. So let's finish these drinks and just slowly start getting to the exit real quick. Right, right, right. What what you do, West man, in that situation, bro? Um, you know the 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 picture that I'm painting in my head of this entire scenario is probably some of the funniest shit I've ever thought up. So right <laughs> now, I can't see myself not being funny enough to to not be able to keep her calm to and make cool. it be a good time. Yeah, in yeah. the situation, but I also feel like just as Reams just said, people would be looking and pointing at us because I feel like we would be the only people in the room with clothes on. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's a gang of naked people walking around <laughs> looking like at you, you like kinda, why you got you, clothes on. You got to kind of look like the Fed standing there with sweatpants on and a, a t-shirt, scarf, yeah, you got right? a scarf and a jacket on. Like, <laughs> yeah. dude, why'd, you, why'd you get fly to come here tonight? Like, this, that, like that for them, make you got to be sense. looking like the police, bro. Yeah, you have to look like the feds. Um, I mean, but like Reem said, you know, if, if she ain't comfortable, then of course we got to call audible. But I'm definitely uh, going for high bar jokes in order to make the experience um, mad enjoyable. And I don't give a fuck about nobody. If I'm, I'm leaving abruptly, and I might make a scene if I feel like hey, we, hey, we out this bitch. <laughs> this shit is all weird up in here, yeah. and y'all put this shit into yourselves. your mom. Yeah, yeah. Like, have have any of y'all talked to y'all's moms recently? Right. This is I disgusting. Think so. This is disgusting. Now <laughs> get back to your Cupid shuffle. Right. Drive this goddamn money off. We're out of this bitch. <laughs> ah, for sure, bro. So we got we got to swing around to a topic, West man, that me and you talked about hitting on a show that we haven't hit yet. But okay. I feel like this week we should hit it, bro. Okay. I feel like this week we should hit it. Uh, so topic being. Like arguing with your lady. Okay. We halfway hit this once. Okay. But I think we should really go in this time. Like right. arguing with y'all's lady, beefing with your chick. Wh- what's your beef flavor? <laughs> like, how do y'all beef with y'all's chicks? How do y'all beef with y'all's ladies, y'all's wives, significant okay. others? Like, what is your beef vibe? And the reason why I find this to be interesting because between me, Wes, Luis, even Reams. I don't feel like anybody here has the characteristics to be a yelling in your girl's face in the drive through at McDonald's kind of nigga. So when you're not an outwardly aggressive kind of nigga, you tend to argue different, right? Right. So so I, 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 I kind of want to bring it to the table and get the vibes on what it's like for y'all when y'all get in the beefs with y'all's uh, significant other. Um, I need you to kind of like paint me a picture of some beef, you know what I'm saying? Because I'd be trying to stay out of. Uh, so you're com- saying like it matters what kind of beef it is, kind of? Yeah, deal, yeah, yeah. I think it matters what kind of beef it is. But also to your point, like my beefing is probably more cerebral, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And because, um, because me and my wife are so in tune and, you know, she knows I'm more so like a creature, a habit, um, I tend to throw my, my, uh, my routine off, um, you know. With cerebrally fucks with her because she'd be like, What the fuck is wrong with this nigga? Because <laughs> she can tell something's off. Yeah, yeah, she can tell something's off, but like, I'm one of the people who kind of like, which is probably terrible, but I kind of I deal with a lot, you know what I'm saying? Just in my own brain, like, I'll, 
And I, like I said, 90% of shit, I really just be letting go for real, for real. Cause like the logic part of me takes over and I really, you know, can understand a lot of shit and I just be having to get over it for real, for real. But like it throws me, you know, into a little tizzy and it might fuck my routine up so she can see it. And then when I'm telling her it ain't nothing wrong with me, she ain't believing me. So then, you know, it's <laughs> just this all. crazy cycle of bullshit going on for real, for real. So that's why I say it's more cerebral for me. I ain't really, like you say, I ain't, uh, arguing in the McDonald's parking lot. I ain't, you know, tugging your arm in the Walgreens. Um, Can't do it. Yeah, I just rather not speak to you. Like, for see, you know what I'm saying? For real, for real. And that ain't even my stilo. See, you you kind of like me. And the, the reason why I bring it up, so let me let me preface this a little late now. Uh, I'm not saying this to get any, any of us in trouble because we are all prone to be in trouble here. So let me, sure. let me walk light. But the reason why I brought it up is because me and my wife was having a conversation. We was talking about how we hate arguing. Mm-hmm. Like we hate when we beef. You know what I'm saying? But right. it seems like, we, and we was kind of laughing about the fact that every time after we get done beefing, we think to ourselves like, man, I wish we could just never fight. Like I wish we could avoid this shit because it fucking sucks. We hate man, doing it. And we go months without beefing and then somehow we'll like fall into a beef. Mm-hmm. And then we both was kind of laughing at the fact that we we both kind of think when we start the beef and we feel it coming on, like, <laughs> God damn it. How do we get here? How and we, we know we here? hate beefing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it, it's an interesting part of the brain to me that I thought was funny to kind of dip in is like to know that this is a thing that neither of y'all like, neither of y'all want to do, but it tends to happen, you know, with some regularity. I'm not going to say like we argue often because we don't, but it happens enough to kind of spike in your brain and be like, well, why the fuck does it happen if we both agree that we hate when this happens? You know what I mean? And I ain't going to lie, like, Sometimes it be on me, like it takes two to tango. So sometimes it be on me that I might be on my tourist shit, digging my heels in about something stupid. And I, mean, I know yeah. the way I'm reacting is going to cause a beef, but I'm doing it. And anyway. a, a lot a lot of times that's where arguments come from just in relationships, period, is when, you know, really one person or both people is kind of sticking their feet in the ground about, you know, keeping a stance on something when, when you stop the compromising in relationships, you know, like I say, any relationship for real, for real, that's when, you know, beefs really ensue because people are, you know, for lack of better terms, used to tennis ball in that compromising, pleasing and keeping your partner happy back and forth. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, and especially, you know, maybe if you feel like you might be do some, you know, it might be due for the ball to come back in your court and the motherfucker like, nah, I ain't feeling that. We ain't doing that. Yeah. Not going there. I'm not having that. I don't care what you say. There's nothing you can do. Like make a motherfucker feel some type of way, and that's where a lot of the beefs come from. But like you say, once you really get through it, you be like, man, that shit is stupid. How's we even doing this? Shit? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Do your shit be looking like that, Reams? Like how y'all shit get down, bro? Is it kind of similar? Yeah, and sometimes like like we always like, when we get into an argument, the ending statement is, "I don't want to argue like that again," because it's not something that happens often, but when it happens. It begin ugly sometimes, depending on what it is, and like how sometimes y'all say y'all get quiet. Me, I'm a, I'm gonna let me go cool off. So we'll get into it, and I'll just like go for a drive or like. Whoa, that works. I know a lot of people that get in more trouble for that. Yeah, like, and sometimes <laughs> she'll ask where I'm going. I'll eat, like depending on how pissed I am, I might ignore her. Or I'll just be like, man, I'm just gonna go cool off real quick, and then. It'll be cool for the first 10 minutes. Once we get that 15, 20 minute mark, where you at? Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, look, man, I just need to cool off right fast and clear my head before I get too, get too upset. 
Sometimes it works. Sometimes it's not because, you know, they always want to have that last word or still get their shit off. I was going to ask you, like, do y'all have that predetermined and worked out? Like, she knows you well enough to know you just need to cool off, give you a little space, you'll be back. Or is it like dicey every time you do it? Nah, she knows. I think she. I think she's at the point where she understands that that's, that's just my thing. I leave to go cool off. So See, that's interesting because, like, it's interesting how couples build their own, like, unspoken rules. Because, like, for us, that's, like, that's, like, uh, that's that's a big thing in the argument. Like, we beef, we're passive-aggressive, we're emotional. Like, uh, Wes was saying, like, I'm clearly out of my element. Something's definitely wrong, even though I keep telling you I'm straight. Yeah. But once one of us are beefing hard enough to walk out the door, even if it's not like I'm leaving you walk out the door, right. but like yeah. walk out to get some quote unquote fresh air. Right. Like if me and my wife is beefing and I quote unquote go to get some fresh air, that intensifies the beef for us. <laughs> and I'm not saying it's the wrong thing because if she walked out on me to get some air, it would intensify the beef for me right. too. So it's just interesting to me how like some things de-escalate for certain couples and some things escalate or escalate the situation for other couples. Like that's wild to me. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I got no uh, fuel to the fire situations. I know like, I know my level of when I know I'm like for real mad. Like when I feel like I got a reason is if I can't look at a motherfucker, like if I can't look at you, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm mad. mad. Yeah. I'm mad. I don't even want to look at you because I'm I'm liable to go. I'm liable to go there. See, then see, I I don't even have that in my wallet. Like I don't I don't have the if I'm mad, I don't get to where I can't look at you. Like I can definitely look at you. I'm just really, really mad. Like that's another thing that I think is super interesting. Like for Wes, it's like if I, I'm so mad I can't look at you, and that's how I know I'm really, really mad. You know what I mean? But some people it just don't even occur to like me. So it's just super interesting, like how everybody kind of I think in the same way that they say you got a love language, you got a beef language too. Like <laughs> For you got sure, a real relationship. Yep. Maybe we need to create the beef language. Dipped in butter presents beef language. They got beef love language. languages. How do you beef that way? Your partner will know how not to beef with you, right? Ooh. And how you be fair, right? Because you know the counts are not really to get on a serious podcast because we're not. But I've watched enough reality TV shows to know that you're supposed to quote unquote fight fair. Like you never want to fight with your spouse or your partner in a way that you're causing permanent damage on purpose Mm -hmm. or you're intentionally trying to hurt each other or you're crossing clear boundaries that both of y'all know are boundaries just to try to hurt each other. Like that's a, a perfect way to have an unhealthy relationship. So like there are ways to fight fair and to have that understood without ever even really talking about it. Because if you've been with your girl or your guy or whatever long enough, you know what affects them deeply. And once you come across that, you kind of got to like put that in the file cabinet at file cabinet as like, okay, we don't touch that again unless things are really, really serious. You know what I'm saying? Word. Mm -hmm. Yep. So yeah, yeah. Now that's, that's, that's some ill shit. I, I didn't mean to go all, uh, Oh, network on y'all with that one, but I just kind of wanted to bring that one up. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, completely making another left, man. This is not a news week on the podcast, Wes, but I do got a little bit of news and I thought this was interesting. We need a little bit of news. And I wanted news. to talk to you about because this. Because this is where the people get their news from, Kat. So. Actually, you know what? We joke about this, but I, I would be willing to bet that not one of the three of y'all know about this news I'm about to give you. Uh-oh. Are y'all ready? Let's get it. You know how I know that neither one of y'all know about this news story because it's the WNBA. Oh, so I know yeah. Know. <laughs> yeah. Not, so this might be real news. So uh, 
teammates of the Chicago Sky. You see, I had to say that slow, the Chicago Sky, because I know none of y'all know what team that is, what their colors are, what they look like, how they're doing, or any of that shit. But teammates Courtney Vandersloot and Ali Quigley, right? They're teammates for the Chicago Sky, and they're in the playoffs right now. This is the reason why I know. And these two ladies for the Chicago Sky are, in fact, married. They play for play the, same the same team? team. Okay. Married to each other, play on the same team. So I think all of y'all can right away understand why I found that to be interesting and wrote that down to talk about. Like, me and you, Wes, on I think last week's show or the week before show was giving the NBA the real league. High praise for being very progressive when it comes to Black Lives Matter and all social issues and all of that shit. And immediately when I was seeing this come out, I kind of chuckled to myself and I was like, you know what? Adam Silver is that nigga and the NBA is really progressive. Mm -hmm. But I don't think the NBA is this progressive. Like, could y'all see two male teammates not saying it's not acceptable or anything wrong with it, but do y'all think the NBA is progressive enough to have two male teammates on the same team and be knowingly married to each other? Um, You you know, the the, the NBA will will write an official statement and say there's no way two guys married to each other are both talented enough to play in the NBA. <laughs> no, no fucking way. That's the way. only reason why it hasn't happened. The only way it hasn't it, You got to be too skilled to make it to the NBA. Way too skilled. And the numbers are just too low. You know, it's funny you bring that up because as I was looking at this story, and this is a real life thing, I'm not joking about this for the podcast, I turned to my daughter and I said, Cameron, I want you to know that you can be anything you want to be in this world except a respected professional basketball player. Uh, you will never, you can play basketball, but you will not be respected. <laughs> like They don't respect the WNBA, man. Is that they horrible? Do you don't say that to your young black daughter. You probably should not have, um, but here we are. <laughs> we're here now. Yeah. Uh, my wife understood what I was saying. I, told I, mean, her she I, could I understood what you were saying. Too, I told her you could you definitely know. play. You can love basketball and you can make it to the WNBA, but they will not respect you. But They will not respect you. No, <laughs> they won't respect you. Like, could y'all see that though for like the Detroit Pistons? Like, I'm trying one to nigga fam, playing I can't the even, point and another nigga playing the wing, and they're I married. And I can't like, even I, put together two names. Like, I don't even want to put a basketball player's name in the thing. Like, <laughs> I can't give you Damian and David Lillard on the goddamn basketball yeah. court, point because guard, we, shooting guard. Now, to be honest, I don't know if either of y'all or any of y'all go back this far, but if we ever gotten any close, or if we had ever gotten close to that. It was um, Catino Mo- Mobley and Steve Francis for the Houston Rockets. <laughs> I, don't <know> if y'all, <laughs> I don't know if y'all go back in NBA this far, but it was when Yao Ming was on the team and they had like that weird-looking cartoon rocket yeah. on the front and the striped jerseys. Mm-hmm. But if y'all remember, any of y'all that are bored right now, go back and Google the dunk contest that Steve Franchise was in. That was his nickname, Franchise, but it was Steve Francis, was in the dunk contest. And Catino Mobley was his teammate that year. So he would go out there and like throw the oop for him and shit like that during the dunk contest and little shit like that. And I distinctively remember there was a time in between dunks where everybody was like chilling in the gym and they were sitting really weird. Like Tina <laughs> Mobley was like, like laying sitting on the floor. And then like Steve Francis was like sitting like kind of close to his lap area. It was just, it was odd for me. Like it struck me as odd at the time. So hey, I, got another I always thought Catino Mobley and Steve Francis was a little like particularly close as teammates. 
I got another. You said one. you got one ring. You ever do you remember when the uh, Spurs won like in like ninety something? I think it might have been either nineties or early two thousand. How David Robinson was holding Tim Duncan from behind. And I, no. Yeah, that was weird. Oh. No, nah, I remember that. That was pretty like, weird. They were all, like they were at prom. Was 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 uh, Dennis Rodman on that squad? That was before. That was that was after Dennis after Rodman. he left. David, right? Okay, David Robinson. My bad. David Robinson and David Robinson. Tim Duncan. If I find the picture, I'll send oh. it to you. Yeah, them was some freaky. Them <laughs> some freaky twin, twin <laughs> towers, bro. He was whispering his ear, yo. <laughs> but like. We we joking and shit, but like honestly, do y'all see that being a thing? Like, and also we we give the NBA so much props for being so progressive and all inclusive. Like, they be killing it out there. But when it comes to the LBGTQ community, I think it's a little odd that so many basketball players can come from so many walks of life, and we still haven't had an openly gay NBA player yet. And I know it's some niggas in the NBA that's definitely. Oh, you know shit. it. There's no way there's not. But not openly, right? Twins, yeah. Wasn't there one dude? There was one dude that came out. I think he played for Brooklyn or yeah, the Nets. Collins, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he, he didn't get signed the next day. year. The very I mean, he was year a, he was an old he was an older right? player though. He was um, an older player, so you could talk it up. Yeah, yeah, he was an older player, but um, but I nah. want to see the nigga. I want to see the young nigga dropping thirty a night. That's like yeah, but I like dudes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's just the thing, like. I'm trying to put that casual because it should be casual. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I happen to like dudes, but I'll give you buckets. Like, that's what I want to see. Um, who's going to pick him up or who's going to let him be free? He's out there, bro. Like, you can't tell me all these scoring title niggas, not one of them is not like, it's impossible, right? No, nah, he's definitely out there. He's got to be out there. I, it might be Dwight Howard. Oh, it definitely might be Dwight. That's what I was thinking about. Like, and I think I really wish they would let Dwight be free, bro. It would. (laughs) See, I I think it would make it difficult in the NBA. I think the commentary would get too out of hand because you think think Dwight would be wild. If if Dwight's if Dwight Howard's husband is the point guard, and they get to talking about front court and back court, like it's gonna get it's gonna get mad weird. See, like that's that's what's so fucked up, and that's why I wanted to talk about it because I really do. Like we joke, you know, I always got jokes on this podcast, but I do honestly think that's kind of fucked up, man. Like it's gonna like, make let's, it's, let's just it's gonna make the letter, it's gonna make the letters community even more mad. Let, like let's just pin it on Dwight. Let's say Dwight is what the the rumors have always swirled around him as being, and he is, you know, one of the letters. Let's just say one of them. Who knows which one? But let's say he is like. Why we can't let Dwight just be out here, bro? Like, bro, what does it change? You know, I think I'm really He's still play. soft in the hole. I really think I'm going to play devil's advocate here, and I'm going to say that the letters community don't want nobody from the letters community in the NBA. I think they enjoy basketball right. too much uh, <laughs> because you don't hear them out here fighting for nobody in the NBA right now. That's not a big fight I heard, and the NBA cares. Like the NBA does care. The NBA cares. Um and I I don't I don't see them out there picketing in front of the building in New York talking about some we need Jamario uh <laughs> why out Jamario? There. I don't know, man. It sounded gay. I'm not even going to lie. Um <laughs> uh, but that's just how, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think they trip it so much. I because, do think, because you know like I say we know it's out there. I do think a gay man would be dope with the with like handling the rock. Like I feel like a gay point guard would be nice, like with the handles. 
Now that that's I'm not saying that to be a punchline. Like if you were to, but if you were it, to but you see what I'm saying? The commentary sounds like punchlines. Like sounds, it, yeah, everything I'm not you even say. joking. Like I'm not even joking. And all of y'all is like, pause. Like, why this nigga got? No. Like, I'm not even trying to be funny. Like <laughs> yeah, I like, do feel like. He crosses half court. Nice oh, he splashes right in his face. Shit, All I right, can't. Next topic, bro. Let's move on. Chadwick Boseman died, y'all. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. I know by the time y'all hear that, I don't want to call it old news, but we haven't hit it yet. Uh, I took that real personal, man. Like, for some reason, when I looked up, it, matter of fact, Luis hit me. Luis hit me. Uh, I didn't get it that night, but I looked up like, you know, late that night, middle of the night type shit. And bad, I was like, God damn, bro. Chad, they took the Black Panther? Like, Black Panther. I know he wasn't murdered, but like when shit like this happened, don't it feel like a murder? Yep. Of course, it always Dude, feels like a murder. Just like Kevin Hart said, like cancer is going to die tonight. Yeah, like, bro, that felt like murder in my heart, <clears> bro. Like, it, it, it was particularly rough and I hate to get, I'm, I'm not trying to get heavy on this shit, but like, Let's keep it all the way real. Like the Black Panther movie and everything that surrounded that was like a serious moment in the culture, right? Mm-hmm. Like, let, let's go back a couple of years and revisit what that was like when that shit hit. And like it was really particularly dope. And I'm just going to pinpoint this one thing. Like it was particularly dope for me to, with my own eyes, see little white kids pick up black toys. Right. Like, that was huge for me, bro. Like, that was huge for me. Like, Barbie don't even do that successfully. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Barbie be trying to put out they, you know what I'm saying? Like, they flavors of the month and, you know, they bop characters and all of that shit. And it don't really shake the way Black Panther merchandise really, really shook. You know what I'm saying? Like, they did such a great job with that. Like, even parents that might have been a little on the fence about letting little Tommy play with the Black Panther toy had to let him, let him have it because Tommy wanted that fucking toy. Like, it wasn't just because it was black. It was because it was dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I think that's super fire, man. That's going to really suck that that franchise is either, like, gone or gone from what we remember it to be at least. I think like, I don't think that franchise can continue on the exact same way without him, right? Nah, nah. I think if not for nothing, they should probably put a halt on it. You know what I'm saying? Unless it was unless up, yeah, huh? unless it was something done that they can, you know, finish, you know, a, a small portion of it to get it out, that's cool. But I think if it wasn't done, they should probably just let it rest, you know, until until the next gen. You know, if they want to regen it, you know, a little while from now, but let it kinda let it kinda breathe because of, you know, who the character was that played it. Yeah, and, and you know what's even wilder? Of course, it's just another cat's mind takes a little different thing. Like Chadwick Boseman is gone, so we can't have him play back Black Panther, even if we try to recast it, which I don't recommend, but I don't want to see the franchise go away either. So I don't know what the answer is there. And then my mind tried to real quick go to, okay, well, let's tell the story of Eric Kilmont. Oh, that's right. They <laughs> killed him off. You know what I mean? So like, we can't even go Killmonger. We can't seen, get the original. I've Black seen Stranger Panther. Things like, happen. So you, 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 like you would be okay with them bringing him back from the dead? See, I'm uh, not. I'm not that big into the Marvel DC universe shit Let's like be clear. that, bro. Let's so be clear. Me you know, I'm mo- just, mo- I was really into Black Panther, but I think those movies are sure. stupid, and I will never watch Ant Man. I don't care what anybody. Says. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. Like they, at the end of the day, for me, they just movies. Like even when I was a kid, I wasn't really into comic books like if you want to ask me about comics we could talk about like some some comic strips out of the newspaper or something like that you know what i'm saying (laughs) but some some filbert 
uh, and some goddamn Garfield. Like we could talk about that, but I wasn't really a comic book, you know, Superman, Batman follower. So like when these movies come out, they're just movies to me. And when I see people out here tripping or for lack of better terms, marveling that the story don't match the comic book. Yeah, that the story don't match the comic book, and you can't. Man, it's a movie, G. Like right, the most, the, the most thing, the most thing that I agree with when I see it when it comes out is I hate that they switch Batman so much. Yeah, you know what? So I'm not a comic book nigga, and I'm certainly not a Marvel nigga, but I am a big Batman nigga, and that's uh, and I'm, I don't want to go full on comic book nerd on you right now, Wes, but that's part of the allure of Batman, the fact that there are so many versions of Batman. So that's why they give us so many different Batmans. And I can see on your face, you just do not care. Like you Nah, I would like to see one nigga play care. Batman for like 10 or 12 years. That would make me happy. <laughs> like, give me three Batman movies, fam, or, you know. Just let this nigga just be Batman. Yeah, if you're gonna be Batman, be Batman, let him be Batman. Actually, you know, you know what's wild? It's like as a Batman fan, that is the worst case scenario for me. Like, I don't want to see. I don't want to see. No, no matter how good they are, I don't want to see no Bale nigga did just too, didn't he? sit in the Batman seat for that long. Christian Bale did one, two, three. Three. He did three. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like that feels like that feels like Batman to me. You know what I'm saying? Christian like, Bale, and he's like the worst Batman. Whatever. See, that's all I don't got time to get see? in all of that. Yep, with people. Yep, like, yeah, we're not that podcast. We're not. Nah, that hell no. Yeah, yeah. You got anything on that, Reigns? We can really get out of there, bro. Like, we don't ever have to talk about that. Is there, I just thought it was important to bring that up. I got you. There's a thread on Facebook slandering Batman on how. Oh, I, fam, I saw, I posted some of them shits, fam. That shit was hilarious. So I think you need to refresh that, cat. I was going to say this. Batman was my favorite till I realized he really ain't shit without, wi- without Wi-Fi and 4G, man. That's fam. what I like. That's what I like. Batman, like. I know there's uh, a like. I know it's the running joke. Like Batman's not really a superhero, and his only powers is a bank account. Like that to that's literally why I am attracted to Batman as a fan. Like I think it's dope. And again, I really don't want to turn into the comic book podcast. But like I've always, even since I was a kid, thought that was dope. That he's a regular nigga that just happens to be smart and got pockets. That's he just Richie Rich all grown up. <laughs> yeah, like I just, I, I've always dug that and the fact that like his intelligence is his major power. So like that's always been like kind of inspiring for me. Like I don't got to be like dipped in toxic waste to become a nigga that can like solve problems. I can really just kind of hit these books and get my money up and shit might be all right. Like, I just always thought that was kind of wrong. Yeah, but uh, you know, fuck Batman, fuck all them niggas, bro. Them niggas <laughs> ain't the Black Panther, so I'm fuck all of them, bro. Fuck them all, fuck them all, bro. That shit was personal, man. But uh, rest in peace to uh Chadwick Boseman. Uh, we're not gonna give you the whole synopsis. I know he gave, I know he put out more movies than just Black Panther. I ain't never seen none of them. Um, I think I've seen, seen, I think I have watched Jackie Robinson. I have watched Jackie. I haven't watched the third good Marshall movie. I didn't see Jackie Robinson, James Brown. I or, didn't see uh, James Brown because I thought that was weird. Um, and I don't know if I'm going to be too compelled to go watch it. The way he looked as James Brown, like James Brown was already a weird looking motherfucker. I feel like that he was a look. weird looking nigga. Can we yeah. talk about how James Brown always looked like James Brown to me always looked like he was wearing the dead skin face of James Brown. Looked like a wax figure. Yeah, like he always looked like his face was a little too leathery or something. Him man, Lil Richard always had weird ass textures to me, bro. Them some weird textural niggas. Nah, that's definitely, like I said, it seemed like he was a wax figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, if you don't got anything else on your list, man, we can get out of here with with a last question or a last thought. You got anything that you want to hit? 
Um, I do have something, and I don't know how quick I want to. I feel like we could really tap into it, so I'll wait. It's if a you, digger. You got some? Yes, yeah, a digger. Okay, okay. Well, since you got a digger, then maybe tug it, and then maybe we'll uh, hit the digger next week. <laughs> this is a disgusting episode. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, I got a final question that we can end this episode on, right? And I want to ask this to all of y'all. So y'all take y'all's time, and I want everybody to get a turn on this, right? <laughs> Do y'all judge niggas with too many waves? Now, it's okay to have waves. It's even it's even okay to wear a do-rag with the flap out. Uh, I know Reams kind of brought that back before a lot of y'all niggas was on that wave. But, like, when you see a nigga that's got, like, the whole 360 all the way around their head and they always got a do-rag with a line across the top, and like you can just tell that it's just like matted down thick with grease, but them niggas is just so prideful of the fact that they made their hair look like a circle. Like, do y'all like do y'all look at niggas like that a certain way? Do y'all ever cause for me, the reason why I bring it up, me and my wife was like watching our reality shows, and there was a nigga on a reality show, and he had just too many waves. And he was one of them niggas like that was the most important thing in his life. Like when he came into the room, he just wanted you to know he had waves before you knew anything about his character. And to me, them niggas is just weird to me, bro. Like that's not dope to me, is it? And is is there an age associated with that? Like after you get past 35, are you even allowed to be that obsessed with your hair? Like is that weird to y'all? I mean, niggas do be spending a lot of time on their hair sometimes. Um, and I feel like it's a lot of niggas who got hair the same length as all of us who uh, be going to get their hair did. Like, we go get our hair cut. These niggas go get their hair did. Right. Um, with multiple processes. Yeah. yeah. And, they, they, you know, they spend a lot of time on their hair. Like, and, you know, I'm, I'm cool if you got, you know, because so, some niggas got, you know, waves. Now, I don't give a shit what a nigga really be doing to get his waves. Like, but I can definitely tell if you spend a lot of time, like you said, a nigga who always got the do-rag on, like, bro, grow up. Like. Yeah, that's what I'll be saying. Like, it's got to be more Get that fucking brush out of your hand. hand. It's got to be more important things, bro. Unless you just got out of jail, you got to have more shit on your mind <laughs> than, like, the we way your shit is laying. You have more on your mind out of jail, nigga. You <laughs> 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 waves, dog? That's, that's is that judgmental? Is that judgmental, Reams? Like, what you think, bro? Like, because I know you like, yeah, like, I know you kind of still out there in these streets, bro. Like, are niggas still caring about waves out there? There's a whole wave community, fam. Mm. is a wave community and some niggas dedication to wolfing for six months really like bothers me and i'm just like fam why well, see that's that's just a you know that's just a cool trick cat you know i used to do that you know mm-hmm. when, when when uh you know i'm I'm the originator of getting a haircut only that's why cat talked about it on here where when i see you with a haircut where's you going what is you doing who died something's like, happening like, what's the yeah. event like so i used Who's to come married, in bro yeah and then you know i used to get my haircut and the dev used to be like man you you, you got nice waves of like that like, cat tell him i know a yeah. really cool trick hey, that nigga west used to be like yeah that's just how it grows i don't know I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't do it. I just don't get a haircut for three months and I brush it every day. Like, and here's where we are. Yeah, I, I just think that's weird for a nigga to be walking around with like a line from a do rag across their forehead. That's what really pisses me off about a do rag in 2020. Yeah, because a lot of these niggas don't even got a wallet, but they got a brush. Like, that's weird. Yeah. And I feel like niggas clowned the do rags that had the like Velcro strap across the front and then silently started wearing them. <laughs> In silence, right? Yeah, in silence. Just started get, where, like, hey, it is mad convenient. 
Niggas will low key do some shit, bro. Like <laughs> niggas will clown some shit and then find a practical use for it in a hot minute. Absolutely. Oh, and this is another reason why I brought the the wave shit up, bro. Because as me and my wife was watching these uh, reality shows that we watch, uh, it had occurred to me through talking to my wife that she was laughing at a chick on the reality show, and she had her hair done, and then she had like her baby hairs laid down, right, Wes? Mm-hmm. And she was saying to me, like, she was laughing and she was like, she is too old to be still laying baby hair down. And I kind of turned to her like, wait, babe, that's a thing? And she was like, fuck yeah. Like, I've always felt like if you're like over 19, you should not be laying baby hairs down. So I, I want to find out, like, for for women, is laying down baby hairs the equivalent to a nigga like trying to get 360 waves at 38 years old? Like. Are these all kind is of childish niggas, is niggas allowed? Is the niggas allowed to go get the uh, just just for men uh, <laughs> texturizer? <laughs> you allowed to go get the three sixty, bro? Texturizers are so funny. Like the the what they do to your hair is just so fucking silly. Because like your shit will just be automatically like straight and then shiny as fuck. <laughs> like bro, every time I see Akon in these interviews he's been doing, I, all I can do is stare at the top of his head because this shit be so shiny up there and thin, 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 bro. Like, what is he doing, bro? My nigga got a texturizer. Texturizer, bro. That that nigga got to get that texture the fuck out of here, man. I never want to see. I never want to see the texture of Akon's hair, and I never, never want to see the texture of James Brown's face ever. Nah, nah, especially not together. Yeah, yeah, we can be done with that. And uh, we're done with this, man. Uh, Thank y'all for fucking with the Dipped in Butter program, man. It's been a fucking pleasure, man. We appreciate each and every one of y'all listeners from Ohio to New Mexico to Oregon still fucking with us. Hey. Hey. Arizona and everybody that fuck with us in between, man. Uh, my name is Kat. That's a K with two T's because Wes gave his extra one to me. You can check me out as he says here each and every Friday, wherever podcasts are consumed, man. When y'all get a chance, man, subscribe to the podcast. Shoot us a little uh, rating and a little comment on your eye uh, on your Apple podcast app and whatever all that Karen shit that niggas be doing and make each other feel good, man, because we like to feel good, too. Facts, facts, money. It's your boy West No T, aka the motherfucking goddamn glue around this bitch. Uh, Elmer Young, all that other shit. You play a part in the PODNA at Forever Young eighty nine on Instagram. Fuck with me though. Yes, sir. Hey, real quick, man. I want to thank Luis. Luis on top of shit this week with the motherfucking info lookup game, right. baby. Good looking out, Luis. <laughs> hey. Yeah, thank you guys. Uh, well, since I'm here, uh, check out our IG account, and that's Dipped in Butter Program. No special characters, just as it is, Dipped in Butter Program. Uh, if you want to throw back uh, any episodes, uh, episodes are located on the bio link. Check us out at any streaming device from Apple, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you want to. Check us out. Yes, sir. Reigns, man, take a minute and plug all your endeavors, my guy. Oh man, this DJ Reams Dope. That's DJ R E M S D O P E on the Instagrams and all them socials. Follow me on there. Tune into my podcast, The Overly Opinionated Crew, on Mondays. You can also check me out on the back of the bus squad. We drop little clips and video clips all throughout the week where we dive into politics and a bunch of shit. And I also slang butters for a living. So if you want to get your beard together <laughs> or you want to get your waves together, <laughs> hey. that. 
So it is adapamanboss.com. Use promo code welcome one and save your ass 20% on these hair butters and oils. Damn, I ain't even saying 20%. I paid that nigga all my money. I was stupid. I owe you an extra. Look out for that in a couple weeks. My nigga, man. I appreciate you. We appreciate you for coming down on short notice and fucking with us and giving us that uh, gem of a story, man. Like I say, each and every week, please check up on your strong friends. You'll never know if they're getting paid in wet money, man. That shit could be bad, bad. <laughs> that shit could be extra bad. Um, please don't take wet ass money because when I said it, I meant it, and I'm glad Cat saw the picture that I was paying. Um, and I and I felt the need to double down on that, but also something that Cat said at the top of the podcast that I would feel remiss not to speak on. And closing this out i don't care what the cause is i don't care how long the post is i don't care if you have mentioned jesus in your post i am not reposting it i am not copying i am not sharing i am not sending that to 10 of my closest friends because jesus is not my friend on social media and will not be checking for that at the gates (laughs) fam i know this is bad for him and we getting out of here but just real quick do niggas that do that really think Jesus is up there checking their iPhone? Like, do they think God is checking his phone? And do you think that, like, when you get to the pearly gates, he's gonna be like, nah, cuz, like, I know you really did your thing down there, but you really wasn't like, you didn't follow me, you didn't like none of my shit, like, you really don't fuck Fam, with God like that. Bro. Not, not only can I see you, history has its eyes on you. Yes, yeah, sir, let's get the fuck out of here, man. We'll catch y'all next week.